0: everyone loved it but me. My name is Lisa Hedger and I'm your host. I'm a freelance writer, editor, and journalist in Central Ohio. This is the podcast where we offer analysis on super popular books. Now, if I could ask a quick favor before we get underway, if there's any way you could follow or subscribe or like my podcast and of course tell your friends and neighbors, it would be a huge help. Today's episode, we are officially celebrating Banned Books Week. Last week, I talked about the top 10 most banned books in 2021. This week, I'm actually going to look at what that list was 10 years ago, what books were on the list 10 years ago, and we're going to talk about Brooklyn's program where they are making banned books available to everyone throughout the country and it's actually really interesting I discussed this earlier this year and we have some update numbers on this program which I find super fascinating and the 10 most banned books from 10 years ago is really fascinating too now on to the show All right, I am excited to offer up, I think, some happy news when it comes to banned books. So, several times on this show, I have reported that this past year has been one of our most challenged years in terms of books, wanting them to be banned. Now, of course, we know that the books have been banned for many, 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 many years. This is not a new thing. In response to this, a number of public libraries, and the one I want to highlight today, give kind of a follow-up. I had discussed this earlier this year, that the Brooklyn Public Library had made its electronic library cards available to young people nationwide, saying, hey, if you are not able to gain access to the books that you want and need we are going to make sure that happens since they have done that earlier this year they have actually issued more than 5,100 free electronic library cards to young people nationwide this link this is a story from CNN and as I it was actually in April that they launched their program which was books unbanned and this was their way of saying hey again we want kids to have access to these books and this is a program that's for those ages 13 to 21 in every state You would get an electronic card. You can can read your book. Since then, like I said, this started in April. Estimated eighteen thousand ebooks or audiobooks have been checked out every month. This is a quote from Nick Higgins, who's the library's chief librarian. What Nick Higgins told CNN and I'll include it in, in links in the show notes. On one side, it's great that we were able to step in and support people in their time of need with access to robust library collections. But it's also really telling that there are significant censorship efforts going on across the country that a lot of us need to band together to push back on. He goes on to say in this article that the library has received hundreds of messages from teens and their families who shared their gratitude how they've seen books being removed from shelves and even the frustration some feel for not having a library near their homes. So to me, I I guess I think his sentiment was said perfectly right? It's, it's amazing. It's wonderful they're doing this. It is still sad, of course, that, that they need to do this. But I'm glad that so many readers are getting access to these books. And I do consider that, um, you know, we've got to take our happy news where we can. So we'll, we'll count that as, as a little bit of happy news. Now, last and last week's show, You can certainly go and and listen to this if you haven't yet. You certainly can, but you're not required to. What I did was I listed the top 10 most banned books in 2021, according to the American Library Association that has tracked this list for many years. I thought it would be interesting to go through and look at the list from 10 years ago. So 10 years now. So I looked at the 2012 list. And what I found striking is there's actually only one book that carries over. There's only one book that is on, that, that was on both lists. So it's very telling, right? Because basically it just shows that message that year after year after year, Books are being banned, and and they're just different types of books. and And I'm going. Is so what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to go through the 2012 list because I think this is fascinating. I had posted the question on on the Facebook group. Please join if you haven't. Everyone loved it but me on Facebook. And I asked people, hey, what do you think was the most popular, most banned, most challenged books in 2021? And people were guessing a lot of these, a lot of books that were actually on the list as I was looking back 10 years ago or so. And it is, inter- it is, guys. It's It's really interesting because there's just appears to always be banning of the books and it changes but there's lots of books that that are being banned and another thing I wanted to say I'm going to go through this list and you can try to guess what you think it was from 10 years ago I I was a little surprised I'll tell you but uh, what I find interesting is you know just because a book is banned it doesn't mean we're all going to love it right it it doesn't mean like wow it was banned it's such an amazing book no but maybe there's someone out there that that is the book for them and maybe it is the right book at the right time for that person and I will tell you I will share candidly on on the 2012 list there were you know a, a couple one in particular I read do not love this book and you know I don't it doesn't shouldn't be in like an elementary library or anything like that but I know many 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 people who absolutely love this book and I think it is you know one that you know if adults want to read this book they absolutely should be able to I'm going to get into this list so this is American Library Association this is from 10 years ago I'm going to tell you the number ten most banned book from ten years ago. So, this was *Beloved* by Toni Morrison, and it was banned for being sexually explicit, religious, a religious viewpoint, and violence. Okay, I read this one during COVID days, like during those rough literally I think it was March of twenty twenty. I think I read it right in in kind of the heart of the pandemic when and I actually remember talking to one of my book clubs on a I don't even know if it was a Zoom call, you guys. I think it was a phone conference call. I don't think we'd all had our our Zoom calls even set up. And I think this is an important essential book. I think it is a challenging book. This is highlighting kind of the legacy of slavery. And it's highlighting a a woman really early post-Civil War days as a slave in Kentucky. And taking her to, to Cincinnati. And she is a free woman. But there are floods of very, very difficult memories traumatic times from her life as a slave i absolutely think that this this is a book that that people should read and talk about and it's no sugarcoating it is a challenging book and and we said that when we discussed it and and there were you know we had questions and and i remember it was a really challenging conversation a powerful book That was the number 10 most banned book from 10 years ago. Number nine, another, this is another book I read that I really liked as well. This is The Glass Castle by Jeanette Walls. Now, this is her memoir, and she is very, very, very candid in her memoir, talking about what it was like being raised in poverty, how her parents raised her, if, if we want to use that that word, raised, I guess. I mean, they did. She, you know, mom goes dumpster diving. They have a lot of schemes that, that the parents entail. This was banned for offensive language and being sexually explicit. They're the very first Scene is when she's like just so tiny and she's I think only four or five years old I think I read this about 18 months ago or so and her little tutu catches fire while she's making these hot dogs over a stove she remembers actually going to the hospital but for the most part they they certainly Avoided going to the hospital, and her, her dad did take her out of the hospital and they didn't pay the bill. She really delves into the story of what it was like. Do you ever wish you could sit in on a conversation with some of your favorite authors and listen to them talk about their writing process, their path to publication, and of course, their newest novels? Hi, I'm Marissa Meyer, best-selling author of The Lunar Chronicles, and I would love for you to check out The Happy Writer Podcast, where every week I talk with other writers about books, craft, inspiration, and how to bring a little more joy into our lives. The Happy Writer is available wherever you get your podcasts or find us on Instagram, at Happy Podcast. You know, being raised in poverty being raised by parents that certainly had mental health issues, had a lot of different issues, and I think it is an excellent excellent discussion book. That was number 9 from 10 years ago. Number 8 is the Scary Stories series by Alvin Schwartz. Now, I this is one I've not read. It sounds like the reasons it's banned is for unsuited for age group and violence. So I'm not sure if it's, you know, it sounds like it was a certain age group that it was being targeted at. It does seem like this is one that, you know you probably you would not want to read to a five-year-old it would be very scary it's that's what it is titled guys scary stories and right on the synopsis it says these stories are some of the most terrifying tales of horror revenge and supernatural events of all time I I have included a link to all of these in the show notes so you can check it out. But this, this seems like it's, it's one that you're not going to be reading this one to, to the little ones. Okay. Now, that was number eight from 10 years ago. Number seven, Looking for Alaska by John Green. And what's interesting is we had had a discussion on the Facebook group about john green as well looking for alaska tells the story of miles pudge halter who's a high school junior who divides his life into time before and time after a life-changing event that happens and i don't want to say what it is i actually don't know what it is i have not read this one but the reader it's not going to come out until a little later so, Miles plans to attend the Culver Creek Boarding School for his junior year of high school. And his parents worry that Miles wants to attend the school because he does not have friends at his current school. And Miles reveals that he is actually influenced by the last words of the poet Francois Rebellious about seeking the great perhaps. So, this that's kind of the premise. The reasons this was banned, again... This is Looking for Alaska from 12 years ago, 2012, on the Wayback Machine. This was the top number seven most banned book. It was banned for offensive language, sexually explicit, and unsuited for the age group. Okay? Now, number six, this actually would be a perfect Everyone Loved It But Me book, if I can find the right guests that didn't love this book. I have not read it. I, of course, would read it. I don't know if I would love it or not, but it's The Kite Runner by Khalid Hassani. H-O-S-S-E-I-N-I. Super, super popular. This was published in 2003 It tells the story of Amir, a young boy from the Wazir Abir Khan district of Kabul. The story is set against a backdrop. Lots of tumultuous events from the fall of Afghanistan's monarchy into the Soviet invasion and exodus of refugees to Pakistan and the United States and the rise of the Taliban regime sounds like i mean and i i know like i said this one has is on my list because i know it is so popular i think it would be a great great book to to discuss was looking at a synopsis things of guilt and redemption are prominent in the novel there is a pivotal scene depicting sexual assault so that is something that happens As I said, this is number six, The Kite Runner. The reason that it was banned, number six from 2012, is homosexuality, offensive language, religious viewpoint, and sexually explicit. Now we're going to number five. This is Antango Makes Three by Peter Parnell and Justin Richardson. I have not read this one either. This looks to be an adorable board book. It's the heartwarming, true story of two penguins who created a non-traditional family. And at least, I guess, what, what I saw was available now, I think, in a board book edition. So it looks like it's available in a number of different editions. At the penguin house at the Central Park Zoo, two penguins named Roy and Silo were a little bit different from the others. But their desire for a family was the same. And with the help of a kindly zoo heaper, Roy and Silo got the chance to welcome a baby penguin of their own. So, that, is, that was number five from ten years ago. And I'm wondering if, anyone, if any of you guessed that this book would be on the list based on kind of what I said earlier. <laughs> number four is Fifty Shades of Grey by E.L. James. Yes, this is one that I read and is is not necessarily my favorite. It certainly does not belong in an elementary school, of course, but I have so many friends and know so many people who really love this book. Absolutely. So, I mean, it's, it's erotica romance. That's what it is. And... Is, you know, college graduate Anastasia, young business guy Christian Gray, super, super, super explicit. Not a lot of plot, if we're, if I'm being quite candid. And it's interesting to me that I, that this in 2012, and I guess that makes sense because this was right around when it came out. This was number four, but this is a book that I got a lot of people I know into reading who are not avid avid readers people I would see you know at the neighborhood pool more than you know 10 years ago who were wouldn't normally be reading were reading so that is number four now we're going to get to number three and i do remember when this was very popular as well this is 13 reasons why by j asher this is essentially a, a book that really delves into suicide so clay jensen returns home from school to find a strange package has his not name lying on it and he discovers cassette tapes recorded by Hannah Baker who was his classmate and crush who committed suicide two weeks earlier Hannah's voice tells him that there are 13 reasons why she decided to end her life and like I said that was that was number three I want to add I actually have not read I've not read that book I can see why certainly a lot of teens, especially given this epidemic we have of suicide, this is something I think that many people want to read. Number two is our only crossover for the 2021 list and the list from 10 years ago. is The Absolutely True Diary of a Part-Time Indian by Sherman Alexie. And this was one I've not read. I think I think I just requested it from the library when I was doing this when I was doing the recording last week because I thought, okay, I need to read this book. (laughs) So this is the story of Junior, who is a budding cartoonist growing up on the Indian reservation, determined to take his future into his own hands. Junior leaves his troubled school on the reservation to attend an all-white farm town high school where the only other Indian is the school mascot. So this was banned. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I mean, i have said why. 13 reasons why it was banned. Suicide, obviously, was one reason. Also, drugs, alcohol, smoking, sexually explicit, and unsuited for the age group. Number two, the absolutely true diary of a part-time Indian by Sherman Alexie was banned for offensive language, racism, sexually explicit, unsuited for age group. I will include links to that one in the show notes. And I'm going with number one from 10 years ago. This was number one most banned book in 2012. This, to this day, is still probably one of my son's most favorite books. Not the best literature, if you will, but when... Boys and girls want something to make them laugh. This is it. This is the go-to. Captain Underpants. Captain Underpants, you guys, was the most banned book from 10 years ago. Ah, that was shocking. That was shocking. Like, yes, like I said, I'm not going to sit here and tell you, oh, it's this amazing literature. Look, it's not. It's silly and you know but but for a lot of these kids it's kind of like their comfort food. You know they laugh and they love it and it gets them reading. While well, we're trying to get them to read other things as well. I bet everybody probably knows what this one's about. But in case you don't, you've got these two fourth graders, George and Harold, and they actually live in Ohio. And Captain Underpants is their superhero from the, they make these homemade comic books. He accidentally becomes real when George and Harold hypnotize their annoying, bossy principal, Mr. Krupp. And all sorts of mayhem and craziness ensues because of course it does. It's Captain Underpants, you guys. So, that, I, I just thought this list was just powerful and that constantly there's just always these books that are going to be challenged and banned. And here from 10 years ago, it was the number one book that was banned was Captain Underpants. From most recent, our number one, which I delved into, you can certainly listen to last week's show, was Gender Queer, A Memoir. That was the number one most banned and challenged book in 2021 and 10 years ago it was Captain Underpants anyway I I just yeah I, I just think that that these things are pretty it's pretty fascinating and as I said the only book that crosses over is the absolutely true diary of a part-time Indian there is in 20. 21. There is a Toni Morrison book that was on the list. It is The Bluest Eye. It's this is fascinating, guys, because it just shows that we're books are always being banned, unfortunately, being banned and challenged. So keep in mind what's happening at the Brooklyn Library if you know somebody who is a kid who. Wants needs different kind of books. Let them know about this. It is a free program, and you get these books electronically. And I think it is a wonderful, wonderful program. I want to thank you all for listening to the show as always. And if you've got that perfect, everyone loved it but me book that you would like to see me discuss on the show please reach out to me on the Facebook group, as I mentioned, or my website, www.everyoneloveditbutme.com. I hope that you have a lovely day. And most importantly, I hope you have time to read today.